Hey everyone, this is Jody. Welcome back to the Heartway Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 2. And today we are going to walk through a mediation uh, with a church staff. And so the goal of the podcast today is to see the need for a mediation, what that is, and then what are the benefits of doing a mediation and what situations could that help. So we're going to do a little bit of acting today. Uh, today I have uh, with me my sending church pastor, Jeff. And so Jeff is here with us and he, he and I will be acting uh, in, a, in a situation of a, of a disagreement. And then my wife, Gabby, will be the mediator. She is a qualified mediator in the state of Texas. And so she'll be walking through a mediation of a disagreement we're having. So the situation is this. The situation is that I, Jody, am coming into a church that has just hired me as a youth pastor. I've moved into a new area, a new town, and Jeff is the only other person on staff. He is the, the senior pastor. And so uh, the church has had youth pastors in the past. Um, I don't have a written job description, but they basically tell me, you know, you have the freedom to do the youth as as you feel led and just do a good job and you have the freedom to develop it in that way. And so this is where we are going to um, tell you also about a specific event that we're having a disagreement on. So the, the event is this, um, a VBS is coming up. I have the responsibility to organize the VBS, to lead the VBS. I'm just supposed to tell Jeff you know, the time and place. I'm supposed to lead it, organize it, get all the volunteers, everything. Um, so so I do that, I tell him the day, uh, he shows up, this is the first day, it's supposed to start at 6 p.m. Um, it's 5.55, so just five minutes till six. He's there, all the leaders are there that are, that are volunteering, even some guests, some new people there, the kids are there, and then I roll in, Right, uh, right, five minutes till six. And so that's kind of the situation of what's, what's happened. And then we'll, we'll go from there in the mediation. So at this time, Gabby is going to start the mediation. Uh, actually, right before she does that, I want to tell you the, what a mediation is. So uh, in a situation where you could use a mediation, we all know conflict resolution skills, right? Uh, the thing is, is that it's almost like someone has to be the first person to cast a stone. And no one wants to be that person because the person the stone's cast at is immediately offended, uh, even though we know uh, our conflict resolution skills. So sometimes, like in the case of a mediation, it's better to bring along with us a neutral third party uh, that can be that person that initiates the conversation so it's less one-on-one -on -one and there's less offense potentially to be had. And so that is really the benefit of a mediation. And so Gabby at this time will start. Okay, so hello, my name is Gabby and I am a qualified mediator. This is an informal meeting, so um, there's nothing legally binding on the agreements that we come to. Um, so what can you expect from this mediation? It's confidential. Anything that's shared within this room stays within this room. Um, it's my intent as your mediator not to share any information that I discuss here. Obviously, if you have intent to harm somebody or yourself, that must be shared. Um, so just some ground rules, um, we are all Christians here and we're all adults. 
So obviously no name calling, um, no foul language. We're going to take turns. Um, everybody's going to have a fair chance to speak their mind. So we ask that you don't interrupt each other. Um, also, it's my job to not be impartial. So I know that y'all both know me, but do either of y'all feel like I can't be impartial in this situation? So, um, Jody, do you feel I can be? Do you feel I can be impartial in this situation? Uh, I feel like you can be impartial. Yeah. And Jeff, do you feel? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So at some point, if we need to take a break, um, that will be allowed. We can leave and take a break and um, meet again when we need when it needs to. So it's customary for the complaining party to start, but it's just a custom. Um, so I can ask who, who would like to start. Who would like to start on this? Um, hmm. Yeah. Would you, uh, uh, we'll go ahead and let Jeff do, since yeah. he is the complaining party this time. So we're going to let okay. Jeff start it. Right. So one final point before we begin. I want to remind you that resolving conflict is biblical. So... Um, it says in Matthew 18, 15-16, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you've won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. So at this point, we're attempting to work through your disputes in a private setting according to the Bible. So do either of y'all have questions before we begin? I understand. Okay. So um, we are going to begin with Jeff and... Um, can you just kind of talk us through what happened? What happened? Well, I'm not. I hate to go go backwards in any way, but I guess one question I have is, how far back do you want me to go? Are we just talking about this particular situation, or should I tell you all the things that he's done in the past that start sort of upset me in the same way? If you want to just focus on this particular situation, I'll, I'll talk about that. Is that what we're doing So today? this is your moment to speak, so you share what's on your mind. Well, well I'll, I'll, I'll start with this situation since it, it was kind of the, that's when things came, I guess, to a head, you could say. One of the biggest projects we do at, at the church a year is the, is the Vacation Bible School. It's, it's huge. It's probably second only to, to Easter as far as outreach for the church. And and, uh, and and knowing that, in my mind as a pastor, everyone who's on staff, which we only have one paid staff, and that's going to be Jody, understands how important this this time of year is and this this event. And uh, we put a lot of time and a lot of the church's funds into it. And what happened basically is. When Jody came on not too long ago, he was stepping in the shoes of a of Mark, who was an well, I'll just say he was an awesome youth pastor, and and I, I became used to things getting done almost without me even directing him, and 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 so as Jody came on, I was I was expecting the same sort of of uh, I guess care in all the the duties that that I believe he knew were his responsibility. And so as this VBS situation came about is the actual, things were going smoothly as far as I knew, but the day of the actual VBS beginning, we knew what time it was gonna start. <laughs> and in my mind, and I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to be calm because it makes me upset. Um, 
But I would assume that the one person who was running the show would be there early. And, and I guess the last straw was when, when I showed up, and I was early probably by half an hour, and Jody shows up five minutes before the, 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 it was about to commence. And people, had, people were confused and lost. We had guests. And it was a, it was a, it was a horror. It was really bad. And, and that was kind of the last, the last straw. And, and I, I tried to talk to Jody about it. And, and maybe my assumptions were wrong, but I assumed he knew what was expected of him. And, and so, so that was the point when I had to make a decision uh, on, on whether Jody needed to be in this position or not. I can tell that you really care about your church and that this is really affecting you strongly. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to add afterwards? Well, I never got a good explanation. I, 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 maybe it was because of the, maybe the anger and the hard feelings. I still don't understand what happened and why things went so awry. And, and once again, it wasn't the first incident. It was just the crowning glory, I guess you could say, of, uh, of his time here at the church. So I, I would, I would, I don't know, I guess I would appreciate some sort of explanation. No matter how this goes, I, I would like to know why things went the way they did. So you speak of other, other incidences, would you like to share a couple of the other incidences? Well, it, I think it all boils around, it all boils down to the same thing almost every time. It's lack of follow-through. He starts well in projects with the youth, but in the end, other people seem to have to step in and finish up the jobs for him. Uh, I don't understand. I, maybe he doesn't understand the, the full realm of what his responsibilities are. Uh, I feel like other people are having to step in uh, for the, the, the youth uh, uh, Bible studies that, that he should be uh, over directly. I think other people who are not even paid staff are, are stepping in to take his place. And it, and it puts everybody else uh, out of their uh, normal duties, stepping in to do some things that he should be taking care of. And uh, there's several particular incidences, but I'll just leave it at that. It's, uh, it's, just, it's just the idea of starting a job, starting a, a, a project, and finishing, following through. Mm -hmm. Okay, I understand. All right, Judy, what do, you, what do you feel like the situation is? In your, in your words, what happened? Uh, well, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I was there. I was there when it, when it started. Um, so, I mean, that did happen. It is, it is a thing. I know I'm paid, but it's part-time. So, uh, my wife does work, uh, and so I was watching our kids while she was um, working, and I had to wait until she got home before I could leave to come to BBS. And I thought it would be okay just because I was there on time and I had the volunteers set up and everything. Um, it, it was, I mean, it was my first BBS with the church, and I see that it is a big deal, and 
I, I sensed that you know there was a lot of chaos and disorganization. So um, you know, I, it's something that I, I probably should have thought through better. Not showing up right then, I, I probably should have figured out if I couldn't get there at that time, at least had someone in place to to organize. You know, people getting there and stuff instead of just letting it happen. Um, so. I get that, I get that. Um, but other than that, I felt like the VBS event, I mean, went pretty well. It got off to a rough start and maybe that made a bad impression, I see that. But, um, you know, we had, you know, a salvation, so that went well. I mean, there were volunteers. Uh, I don't know how it was in the past. Maybe it was a lot better than this. Uh, I don't know, I mean, what did we have, like, 30 kids, so I don't know what, what's normal. Uh, maybe that was low, but uh, that's that's how I feel on that. Uh, that sounds like, although a rocky start, you felt like you had a successful VBS because of salvation and students were there. And then maybe you're unsure of um, what was exactly expected from you as far as timing? Yeah, I mean... I, I, I'm, I'm just kind of like a last second type person, so I feel like as long as I'm there and on time, that that's enough, you know. Okay. So, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we continue? Uh, you know, follow through is something that I guess I can see it some, but you know, I feel like God's always changing my heart about things. So maybe I was passionate at one time about it and then God led me in a different direction. And so I got passionate about something else and lost the passion for that other thing. But you know, I just follow the Spirit's leading. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. So anything else either one of y'all would like to add before we move on? Well, if I could just respond to that. the. I appreciate the, uh, a young man's zeal for following the Spirit, but this is, a, this is an old and, and fundamental biblical-based church, and we have ideals and, 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 and ideas of the way things are supposed to work here, and, and, and when... And, I think there's an expectation, which it goes without saying, but maybe it should have been said that there are things that you adhere to, and one of them is being in close contact with the pastor, like using a telephone and letting people know when when things are are not on time or when you're having some issues. And I've had quite a problem with Jody com communicating. These, these things that were, are clearly a, a problem. Regardless of how the VBS ended, we have some, some hurt feelings and I have some upset parents that I'm still dealing with. Sure, there was some good that came out of it, but you can't just look at that when you're trying to, to look at the overall success of any project the church does. So, though I appreciate his heart, I think his maturity is in question. Okay. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to add to that? Well, yeah, I'm not somebody who likes to pick up the phone very much. It's just not me. Um, 
I I think I shot out a group text, like in that group church text, like 10 minutes before the start. I think I said I was on my way. So I gave a little bit of a heads up that way, you know. Um, so I, I do feel like, you know, maybe I do not uh, talk on the phone. Like maybe there's that expectation, but I felt like, you know, a group text was enough in this situation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, w- once again, I-, I hear you, Jody, talking about, may I, may I address him directly? Yeah, I-, I hear you talking about what you feel and what you think. And, and, and I think right off the bat, we're starting off with a, with a problem there. Because most of the things we do at, at, at a family church, it doesn't revolve around what we feel or what we think. It's by what is real and what is true and what is necessary. And, and, and so I keep hearing these words that, that that's one of the reasons I, I, we have you here, sisters, because we, can't, we cannot come together on, on these, these two different ways of maybe thinking, uh, more, more wide open and, and spiritual, which is not wholly wrong, but without, without order, it's, it's more chaos. And that's kind of what we, it's kind of what's been surrounding Jody's ministry. It's just chaos. Mm-hmm. And, 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 um, and once again, it's, it's brought me to a point of where I'm have to make a decision on whether this is the right place for him or not. And I'm still not hearing anything in this conversation that's, that's changing my mind. Well, I, I want to do a better job. Um, uh, maybe, maybe I do need to pick up the phone and call, even though that's not really who I am. Um, I do. Uh, I, I, if, if, if not following through is, is something that is a, is a struggle. I'd like to like it's something I'd like to work on. Um, I just, I just don't know all of what I'm su- expected of me. My you know, part-time commitment. There's there's a lot I'm balancing with family and uh, my wife's work, and 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 it's just a new new church, new position for me here. So I, I don't, you know, if I need to if I need to call um, sometimes, that's that's fine. I just I just need to know what I need to do. I do want to improve though. I was just trying to explain where I was coming from. Well, if we were to to resolve this, what would you need to resolve this? Well, I guess the first thing is I have to call him out on the idea that he doesn't know fully what to do. There are instructions written down that describe almost every single event we have at this church and the rules and how they're to be led. And surely you've read those. Those. It's a, it's a stack. I've never seen them. I've never seen this, so... What? I must have missed out on that. Where is it at? <laughs> well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's that's news to me. Well, well, maybe we should begin with making sure you get those uh, all those lists and all those those instructions. Really, there's several files that you should have gotten. So that that would probably be a start. Uh, to maybe resolving this issue. Uh, 
sure the specific issue, I want to remind y'all, like as y'all were talking earlier, you talked about lack of communication and no follow-through. These are some of the concerns that you had. So yes. when we come to a resolution, this is some of the things that we want to address when you're when you're thinking of ways to feel resolved at the end of this. And you were talking about not knowing exactly what to do and maybe having expectations that were not laid out to you. You felt like it was fine that you showed up five minutes early, but obviously Pastor Jeff does not feel that's fine. So you have some expectations that you aren't sure of. Yeah, my old church, I mean, the pastor would show up like right on time. So I was always ahead of him. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's how the people were too. They just like, they weren't there early. They were there on time or late. So five minutes early, I was okay. So if I'm hearing it right, in your mind, you aren't do you're doing something that you feel isn't wrong. You don't under you didn't understand that maybe Pastor Jeff thought that it was wrong. Well, I, I I don't I don't I don't know about the time. I should, probably should have had something in place for the people to so it wasn't so chaotic at the beginning and I'm sorry that it was like that. That was a mistake on my part. So what else do we need to move towards? So we talked about sharing as a way to maybe help with Knowing what you're supposed to be doing, Jody, getting these documents and giving them to Jody. May I ask, are there specific instructions for what exactly Jody is supposed to do? Are the youth pastor supposed to do, or is it just ideas for what is supposed to happen at a specific ministry? Uh, there are there are both actually. There are, are, are instructions for the for the lay people. In, in all of these events we have, and there's a, a there's also a special insert for the leader slash youth pastor, and, and what is expected, uh, how it's lined up. It, it's it's very very clear and specific to his job. So mm -hmm. I think I think that may be the the uh, the first step for sure if we're going to get mm -hmm. some sort of uh, I don't know some sort of calmness back in the in the mm -hmm. in the church. Uh, people have to know what is expected of them. Mm -hmm. So, and um, what about communication? What is something that you feel like can resolve communication? Uh, well, I'd have to I'd have to ask Jody. I I've spoken already about being accessible. You can call me anytime, day or night, or text me. And so it, it leaves little uh, opportunities for someone to say they, they, they couldn't get a hold of me or they, or they because they can. And so, so I, from what he said earlier, I, I wonder if maybe it's something that he just needs to work on, uh, keeping the people who he works around and with informed, especially when so he's in the leadership a role. best form of communication for you? Because he said that he shut off a mass text. Is maybe that not the best form of communication for you? What would be a better communication for you? Oh, I would say, I would say that it would have to be a direct uh, call or text to me. Uh, I'm 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 more hands-on and and I'm always early, and and I know maybe that's something new new for him, but that's the way I run things here. I, I feel it's. Things go go better when leadership is first and, and, and they're helping set up and and so maybe I just need to uh, 
find out what it's going to take to get him on board with with that kind of thinking uh, that it's it's not okay to just show up five minutes before the, the program starts. So in your in your list of um, expectations, do you have a time? At what time should somebody arrive before the event? Let's see. I don't know if it has a, a, a specific time, but it's it's it speaks on each event that we have a, a, a list from from one to, to twenty five of what needs to be done before the, the, the actual guests or, or, or the congregation arrives. And looking at the list, you know that you have to get there, you know, well before the, the crowd shows up in order to have time to take care of all these things. The, the setting up the tables, the, the making coffee and etc. cetera. Uh, so there isn't a time, but I think uh, it, it, it will clearly show anyone who's ever been in leadership that there's a lot of things that have to be done before the program starts. Okay. If that answers the question. Yeah. So two things were discussed, Jody. One was that he would need specifically um, a call to, to, for, as a form of communication. Is that something that you think you can agree with, that you'd be able to call him if you need to communicate something specifically to him? Instead um, of doing a mass text like you did. Yeah, right yeah, now. I can, I can do that. No problem. I'll shoot you a call, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, are you? Do you feel like um, you would be able to know what time Pastor Jeff wants you at an event just based on the amount of things you need to prepare beforehand? Is that a concrete enough thing, or would you like to be more concrete? Mm, I think I got it. I think I got it. I, I'll be there earlier next time, maybe like an hour or so. What do you feel, Pastor Jeff? Is an hour a good yeah, time? Yes, yeah, that, that that would be good. That would be a good start. And I think as you learn, maybe uh, maybe you can adjust those times as as you as you see how these events go. But I think to start with, uh, an hour before would be a good time to start. But also remembering that it, what happens if you can't make it on time? If anything happens. The main thing is I need to know about it. Okay. okay. So I would I'll call you next time if, if something happens. And then the last thing I think that we can address is the fact that Jody was explaining that he had a whole lot of things going on besides just showing up for ministry. Um, do you feel what what could help you resolve some of those feelings of having a lot on your plate and you only working part-time and still having high expectations from Pastor Jeff? Well, I mean, I don't know. Once I see what all the expectations are, I mean, we can talk about what I really can do and can't do or what we might have to adjust. Um, we'll have to figure it out then, I guess. Okay. Are we both feeling like we're about ready to get this in writing? Yeah, I think... Uh, now that I understand his issues about uh, that he is part-time and he does have spend a lot of time at, at another job and also family, I, I, can, I can proactively get people to back him up and stand in for him and help him out more. But we'll be planning it now that I understand what's going on. So yeah, I think, I think we can get something 
I think we'd get something down. Awesome. What 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 do we need to do? What do we need to do in writing? So at the end of this mediation, um, I'm literally going to y'all will tell. So for example, we talked about communication. So we are literally going to write in a document at the end of this. Again, it's not legally binding. That if Jody, you will tell me what to write. So I can give you an example. Um, if Jody has a change of plans and cannot be at the event an hour beforehand, he will call the past. Who will call Pastor Jeff to let him know. So like we will, y'all will tell me exactly yes. what you want me to write in this agreement, and I will type it word for word, and um, and that way both of y'all will have. A copy of this agreement, so that way y'all can kind of hold each other accountable to it. That well, can work. That seems kind of formal for a church. Is that? Again, it's not legally binding. Um, nobody's going to be checking up on y'all. Nobody's going to make you do it. But this is kind of y'all are able to hold each other accountable to this. But I think it's going to feel like maybe some of my freedom is taken away. I think I might feel really stressed about that. Well, if that's something that you feel like, then we need to go back a step in mediation and we can talk through some more things. Um, no, I think I'm ready to move forward. I'll give it a try. <laughs> All right, so the mediation's over now. Um, <laughs> Good, because I was about to come. <laughs> you did so well, a great actor. <laughs> yeah, it, it was good. Um, so let's just think through what happened for a second. So what what would have happened if Jeff would have just come to me and been like, you messed that up, like you keep messing everything up. What do you think my response would have been to that? Even if he would have done it in a nicer way, like, wow, you just really keep, you know, time after time other people are having to step up and take care of your business. We don't know what's going on with you. And make me seem, you know, really condescending to me and like I, I'm not an adult and I'm a child and I don't know what I'm doing. I might have got really hurt, uh, maybe defensive, maybe said some things I shouldn't have said. And then, you know, in the worst case scenario, it would have just parted ways. We would, I would have just gone my own way. Uh, they would have hired some other youth pastor and, you know, there would have been this unresolved conflict thing. So I think in, in the case of a mediator having you know, to be the middle person, neutral to kind of guide things. It keeps, it keeps things from being so directly offensive and interpreted that way. Yeah. I think it also gives us an opportunity to show Christ more to the people that we're working with, because you're able to see things from their perspective. So, for example, at one point, Jody talked about how, you know, he couldn't be there on time because he was at home having to take care of his children. That might be something that Jeff didn't know. Like, yeah. Jody wasn't purposely not trying to get there on time. Right. He had other responsibilities that he needed. He is kind of a hippie, though. <laughs> You're right about that. So, so, being able to share different perspectives in a manner that it's not attacking and then um, not as so much emotion allows for you to show Christ better to the people that you are around all the time. I agree. I saw that. Very much. One more short thing to add. This was a short mediation. We had to shorten it for the podcast sake. But normally this would go on and on and on because there's a lot of things that need to be unraveled and that takes time. And we just we just don't communicate often. We don't communicate well as well as we need to. And so this will this will help to really go through those things. And it's better to start 
sooner rather than later. I mean, if you have to do, or if you are looking for something as a last resort, this could be it. But ideally, uh, if you could address some things sooner rather than when you get to waiting to get to that point, it would be better. Also check out the episode from last season on unresolved conflict to hear some reasons on why to resolve conflict and to do it sooner rather than later uh, and the benefits of doing that and uh, some some motivation to to do that and potentially go through a mediation uh, one thing too that i want to share with you is about and what situations you might be able to use this we mentioned church staff um you know, there could be miscommunication, lingering things uh, going on in church staff, and there's just um, not necessarily a good way to address it and move forward. You feel like maybe you feel like you're stuck. Maybe you feel like you're just waiting for someone to leave or to change. Uh, might I offer to you just to consider doing a mediation? Maybe uh, talk to us about it. Uh, see if it might be something that could work for you in your situation. Also on teams, specifically missionary teams, church planning teams. Um, I mean, I've I've heard so many stories of uh, teams having situations, uh, miscommunication, uh, conflict, and and usually it ends with a one-on-one type meeting between the two parties and nothing gets resolved and people part their ways. And so I think that through the mediation, there's a better chance for uh, conflict resolution and moving forward, whether that be together or apart, but on better terms than without the mediator. So uh, I just wanted to encourage uh, mediation for church staff, missionary teams, church planning teams, And um, you may think, well, if I initiate this with someone, is that going to seem, is that going to, is that going to raise the conflict even more? Is that going to intensify things? And, you know, depending on where you're at uh, in in the conflict and how long this has been going on, uh, the heart and willingness to change and learn and hear from and grow from both sides, it, it, it might not go as well, uh, but at least you're attempting to resolve the conflict. Um, uh, there's, there's a potential that uh, initiating the mediation, just the, the communication that, uh, that there needs to be a mediation could uh, encourage someone to um, leave when they are planning and leaving and wanting to leave anyways. Um, And you have to think, if there's so much unresolved conflict, someone isn't willing to change, uh, and it's just hurting the team, hurting the work, hurting the church, it might just be better if if the person isn't willing to to resolve the conflict. It might be better just for them to to go on anyways. And so uh, that's not necessarily a negative thing. It might seem like a negative thing um, with initiating the, the idea of a mediation, but the but but I but I think I'm uh, my my seminary president uh, TBI uh, his, his his words that uh, if you want to please God and I want to please God then we can please God with each other and we can please each other and so um, 
the idea here is if we're both looking to grow in our faith, if the parties are looking to grow in their faith and grow closer to God, then uh, they should be at least willing to to attempt to work something out and, and definitely resolve the conflict, even if even if it means um, going separate ways to have some resolution instead of unresolved conflict that just lingers and lingers um, sometimes forever. And so um, I do recommend mediation in the, in the best case scenario. Um, you know, the, the main thing is that God's will be done and God be glorified. But in the best case scenario, maybe uh, you guys would, would grow closer together. Uh, the, the two parties would grow closer together and, um, and that, uh, uh, stick together and, and keep glorifying God together. And so that's what we would, we would love to see. And we hope that we can see through Heartway and through mediation. And so mediation, like everything Heartway does, is all about getting to the source, all about getting to the heart. And that takes time. Um, and, but we're here for you guys. We're here to pray for you, encourage you, and, and help you through things. And so this has been the Heartway podcast where we help with issues at the source.